Tom, we need more HP toner. I'll get right on it, Maria. Now, I could go to the big box office supply company where I'm just a number, but I love dealing with Ferritech, the company that supplies our HP toner, printers, and service. They know how to treat their customers. They're an authorized HP vendor. They locally manufacture their own toner cartridges, and it's recycled. Tom! Uh-oh, what now? Ferritech, a customer-obsessed HP retailer. Visit ferritech.com. Broadcasting live from the Roswell Infinity Studio, it's time for North Atlanta's BizLink, the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce linking you to business leaders. North Atlanta's BizLink is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's great to be with you. This is Deborah Lanham with the North Fulton Chamber of Commerce and today's North Atlanta's BizLink. And I want to welcome my guest today, Brandon Beach, CEO and president of the North Fulton Chamber of Commerce and also a state senator of District 21. Welcome, Brandon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to have you here. And shall I say, you are also my boss. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for spending time with me today. This is, uh, is a radio show where we get an opportunity to dig in a little deeper to the professionals in our area. You are certainly one of them and incredibly busy. Thank you for taking a, a bit of time to be with me today. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask some questions if that's okay with you. Sounds great. All right, Brandon. Well, um, right now, I think uh, I'd like you to start the show off by just doing an update. Uh, give us an update on what is happening at the chamber and uh, under your leadership. What are we working on right now? Well, you know, we work constantly focused on retention of business, uh, expanding current companies, and companies relocating to North Fulton. That's kind of our mission, if you will, and, and what we're laser focused on. That being said, uh, one of the reasons we've been so successful in North Fulton, when you, when you really peel the onion back, it's because of our education. We've been able to have a great education system that produces a great educated workforce. So one of the things we're working on right now is, I call it talent uh, coalition, and that is we, we took um, two sectors, the technology sector and the healthcare sector, and for the last 15 months, we've been analyzing our workforce in those two, two silos, if you will, or two sectors. And one of the things we found is we have a shortage of computer coders. We've had, we have a shortage of nurses, and we have to address those problems. Now, we are taking proactive action on that by having Gwinnett Tech, the new technical college, working with the K-12 through education and higher education, both Georgia State and Kennesaw State, to make sure we're going to be able to you know, produce these individuals to, to fill these jobs. Uh, it could be a problem if uh, we're not getting ahead of it. Uh, what uh, you're, you're saying you're focusing on those two silos, health Well, the reason we're doing that is if you look uh, up the Georgia 400 quarter, you have 900 technology companies, and it's it's grown so much in the past five to six years that we've we've got a little bit of a a talent shortage, but we've got to address that, and we can re we can address it, and we will address it, and we will make up and and get the uh, employees that these uh, uh, employers need, and we're working on that. The K through 12 education is working on it. If you look at the uh, old Milton High School, they're going to turn that into a STEM engineering type institution at the K through 12 level. And then they will be working with Gwinnett Tech and have some dual enrollment to where these kids can get certified and, and get working and get into jobs, making $75,000, $85,000 a year. So these are good, high paying jobs. 
It's a great plan and obviously collaborative, um, thinking ahead and providing uh, those uh, jobs for companies that you're recruiting to bring into North Fulton. Well, I mean, Deborah, think about this. The fintech industry, the financial tech industry, the credit card processing industry, if you will, 70% of all credit cards worldwide come through Georgia. $7.2 trillion last year came through Georgia. And a lot of that was up the 400 corridor. They call it transaction alley. And these are 40,000 jobs they produce in that, in that industry alone. And just the FinTech credit card processing industry. And it's going to continue to grow because we have the infrastructure in place. And as long as we have the workforce, we can continue to grow that industry. And it seems to me that these uh, FinTech companies like to cluster together which is good for us here in Georgia because we're the number one state when it comes to the fintech business. Very good. So we know we're going to be working on talent and calling that Initiative Talent Coalition. Talk to us about the transportation issue because we know we need solutions and we also understand companies who uh, get wind that uh, we have a transportation problem here in Atlanta may not look at us uh, as an attractive area. Well, I will tell you, we passed House Bill 170 two sessions ago, and that addressed uh, a couple things. One, we it addressed uh, the funding of transportation. Number two, in the legislation, GDOT has to come up with a 10-year strategic plan and report to the General Assembly and the governor's office on an annual basis. And I will tell you what that's done. It, it, when we are recruiting a company, they know we have congestion. We've been successful. We're, we're kind of a victim of our own success, and that's the reason we have traffic. That's so true. But now that they see we have a plan in place and they know we have the funding that is going to help solve this issue, they are, are not scared of coming here anymore uh, like they were maybe a couple years ago. So I think that's a good thing. I think that uh, this, the transportation bill, we went from a sales tax on gas to an excise tax. So we, we were taxing the price. Now we're taxing the gallons. And when you do that, you uh, have a reliable stream of income for GDOT. We thought it would be around a billion dollars. What happened was gas prices dropped down to the $1.90, $1.95. People bought more gas, traveled more, bought more gallons, and we're going to have about a billion eight of state funding almost could be up close to two billion dollars just of state funding not not including our federal program so you're going to see a lot of orange barrels out you're going to see a lot of uh, roads being built and then on one other thing that house bill 170 did it allowed counties to do a t-sploss so all these cities have come up with a project list that is going to reduce congestion and increase mobility to make it uh, better for the citizens of north fulton and, and their quality of life and get home to their their children and their soccer games and so on. So you're going to see that uh, that's going to be on the ballot. They are all good projects and uh, all the money's going to stay in that jurisdiction. So that's the good thing. I, I think the last time the T-SPOS pa- uh, failed was because they were scared the money was going to go to Atlanta or it was going to go to South Georgia or it was going to go somewhere else. This is a well-defined uh, T-SPOS that has to stay in North Fulton. So it's in, in all the cities. I got to give all six mayors and the cities a lot of credit for cooperating and working together and coming up with a a list of projects that will uh, reduce congestion and increase mobility and, and that's good for the citizens of North Fulton. It is, and it took time and a lot of discussion, but I think we're there. So, Brandon, where do you see the chamber leading on this um, T-SPLOST? 
Well, I think the main thing is we need to educate the public that the money is going to stay here. It's going to be very similar to an East Bloss that passes with 80% of the vote. I believe the voters will, will invest in transportation just like they do in education. In an East Bloss, for example, when they know they're going to get a new elementary school, a new middle school, and a new high school, they don't have a problem uh, signing up for that for a five-year tax. This is a, a five-year sunset also on the East Bloss. And I do believe that the citizens of North Fulton are educated enough to know that if that money is going to go into projects and that investment's going to stay here in North Fulton and that investment's going to reduce congestion, I believe they'll vote for it. So that's our role is going to be out educating, talking to Rotary Clubs, talking to homeowners associations, mm-hmm. talking to business groups. We're going to talk about it a lot at the, uh, at the uh, chamber events. Our board has uh, passed a resolution in support of the TSPLOS and uh, and the project list. So we're going to be out there actively promoting this. Very good. I um, am hearing now this workforce development plan working on TSPLOS. Tell me and our listeners uh, where the chamber uh, falls in terms of supporting small business. Oh, listen, our chamber is all about small business. You know, 80% or more of our chamber membership is small business. And that's the lifeblood of our chamber, but not only the lifeblood of our chamber, it's really the economy and the lifeblood of our country and our state is people wanting to go out and invest their hard-earned dollars in an investment for business. And uh, we need to be very supportive of them. And uh, we go to, I go to every ribbon cutting I can go to. I was once a small business owner. I own Nantucket Sandwich Shop. So I know what it's like to invest and put your money on the line and meet a payroll, sign the front of a paycheck, and be responsible uh, for other people that work for you. You're feeding other families, and so it's a you take a risk. I will tell you, I always say this about North Fulton. Anytime you go into business as an entrepreneur or a small business person, you're taking a risk. You're risking capital. You're risking investment. I do think you lower your risk when you come to North Fulton just because of our great K-12 through education, our great public safety our great health care, you know, and, and just really a great sense of community and an overall quality of life that we have here that, that most communities don't have. You know, I see you uh, at the early morning networking once a week at Wednesday mornings, pro-alliance. That seems to be evidence of the small business oh, support yeah. that we bring. We get 90 people at that to 100 people every Wednesday. And the, the energy in that room, and, and what amazes me is that the energy in the room and then after the uh, meeting's over, there's all these little subgroups that are meeting and they're doing business together and they're trying to figure out leads and how they can grow their business. And uh, so it's great. It's called Pro Alliance. I like going to it because it just gives me a lot of energy. One of the things we've tried to do at our chamber also, if you're a member of our chamber, we have just remodeled our chamber and we have separate, uh, several conference rooms and conference areas for uh, members to come and meet and have meetings, and we have all the audio-visual equipment. Uh, so it's a free service if you're a member. You just have to sign up for it and make sure you can get it. But it's a great uh, asset for us to to offer meeting space to build their business, and we're seeing that a lot. And it, so when I walk in the chamber building, I always see different groups meeting, and you can feel the energy mm-hmm. and the excitement going on. So it's great. It is. It's great. I agree and also see the meetings being scheduled. And it seems that right we, we get the renovation completed, 
and we're full to capacity half right. the time. We've got tons of businesses coming in. And when you peek into a conference room and you see businesses that have met one another through the chamber and the connecting that goes on at our chamber, um, it's really gratifying, very fulfilling to, to be serving in that capacity and to see them take advantage of those free tools. Also, the relationship with the, the Small Business Development Center and SCORE professionals, you know, those are um, organizations, taxpayers are paying their taxes. And so to to have those relationships with uh, both the Small Business Development Center and SCORE, right. in fact, SCORE's moving uh, and making it official, they're going to have a North Fulton office. They've been meeting out here, but still part of the Atlanta network. Uh, so stay tuned uh, that, that there's a lot of details to come. But want to thank you for no, developing another, those relationships there too. That's another tool in the toolbox for small business to utilize to be successful. And uh, we also have great partnerships with Georgia State University. Uh, they've been very helpful. So over here on Old Milton, and they've got big plans for North Fulton with their, with their merger of Perimeter College. There's going to be big, great things happening with uh, Georgia State. It's exciting to be a part of it all. Well, Brandon, let's shift gears a little bit here. Um, we did mention in the beginning of the show, you're also a state senator, uh, dual roles. Uh, it's actually been a benefit to the chamber because of the type of influence that you bring. I'd like you to update uh, our audience on your uh, new um, committee uh, appointments. Yeah. yeah, I'm chairman of uh, the Economic Development and Tourism Committee in the state senate. One of the things we do in the Senate, we're obviously in session January, February, March, and sometimes into April. But then when we get out of session, what we do is we look at issues and we study issues. We have study committees. And I'm studying a couple issues uh, right now. I'm chairing uh, the issue of fintech business to look at uh, the financial technology business and where we're going to make sure they have the proper workforce, the proper infrastructure, the proper proper you know tax uh, policy to be to be number one and to continue to be the leader in that fintech industry. The other uh, committee I'm chairing is Invest Georgia, which is looking at um, venture capital and how we can create an ecosystem to, to have venture capital come to Atlanta. What we're seeing is we birth a lot of companies or ideas out of Georgia Tech and our university system, and then they have to go to Boston or Silicon Valley to get their, their financing. And we want to make sure we keep those great ideas and great companies here and so we're really working on creating a venture capital ecosystem that will do that. And then the last uh, one that I'm on, and I'm not chairing it, but I'm on the committee, is dealing with regional transit. As you know, I tried to pass a bill on bringing MARTA to North Fulton last year, um, and it was not successful getting it to North Fulton. We did get it for Atlanta, so they'll be voting on that uh, in November on $2.5 billion of investment for MARTA and transit in Atlanta. We really need to get Cobb and Gwinnett on board if we're really truly going to be a world-class international region with a world-class transit system. Everybody's doing their own thing, but it's very fragmented, fragmented, and they don't uh, coordinate or collaborate, and we need to have that. So we're going to look at how we can have a regional transit system, and, and I think there's some great opportunity there uh, because I think one of the things that's going to really uh, demand that is the marketplace. When you look at the last five major companies, whether it's State Farm, Mercedes, uh, Kaiser Permanente, Pulte Homes, or NCR, all five of them said they wanted to locate around transit. They wanted an option for their employees to have transit opportunities. So I look at it as the CEOs, it's a box they have to check off. 
And one of the things I've seen, Deborah, and I've been involved in the chamber. I've been here 14 years involved in economic development. 14 years ago, that president and CEO of the company made the decision of where they wanted to locate their company based on where he or she wanted to live. So if they wanted to live in Golf Club of Georgia, they were coming to Windward. If they wanted to live in Sugarloaf, they were going to go to Gwinnett County. Mm -hmm. If you fast forward to today, that CEO is still making the decision, but he or she is making that decision based on where the talent is. And if the talent is down at Georgia Tech or on uh, the Beltline or in Midtown, that's where they're going to go. Even if they live up here, they're going to go where the talent is, and the talent is dictating where these companies are locating. So we need to be very cognizant of that to know that, you know, find out what this talent wants. And the talent, this young talent, wants walkability. They want transit options. They want to be able to go to a restaurant and, or a coffee shop or whatnot right near where they work, live, and play. And so a lot of them don't even want to own an automobile, which I find hard to believe, but there is a trend there in the younger population of not owning a car. So we have to make sure that we look at transit very seriously. I'm not saying it's a silver bullet to our transportation plans, but it is a piece in the overall strategic transportation plan for the state, in my opinion. Sounds great. And I know you're going to roll up your sleeves and go at it in 2017. Brandon, you'll be very busy. Um, we want to uh, end this show by asking you the question, at the end of the day, what matters most to you? Well, you know, what matters to me is family. You know, I, I moved here from New Orleans and I had to move here because the elected officials there and the leaders there did not take care of the, the education. They took the lottery money and spent it on boondoggle. They didn't reinvest in education. And I made the decision when we moved here 24 years ago that I wanted my kids to come back here after they finished college and, and have the opportunity to work here. Now, if they wanted to go to New York and work or Chicago and work, I would support that 100%. But if they would have come to me and said, Dad, I've got to leave because y'all didn't take care of it, then shame on me. And that's why I'm involved in what I'm involved in. Because when it all boils down, it's, it's about family. And, and I love my family. And I just went through an election. And I can tell you, I had friends and I had supporters. But I also had people that were against me that voted for my opponent. But I could always count on my family. So family is what it's all about. And that's the neat thing about uh, North Fulton. We have a sense of community, a sense of family. You know, when we have something tragic happen, you can, you can feel the community come together and band together about family. It's all about family. And Brandon, you bring that attitude into the chamber. And certainly we have been told this chamber feels like family and, and people feel so inspired when they leave. Thank you for spending some time with us today. I really do appreciate having you here. Well, thanks for having me. And when we wrap up, it's uh, time to get back to the office and get back to work for North Fulton. All right. I'll see you there. All right. Hey, Deborah, I just wanted to thank our sponsor, Fairtech. Fairtech has been in business for 25 years by manufacturing top toner supplies and giving outstanding customer service. Uh, Fairtech offers 100% guarantee on all Fairtech products, so you know that they stand behind their quality. For more information, visit Fairtech.com. That's F-A-R-R-A-T-E-C-H.com. Fairtech, great people, remarkable service.